0: Season finale. Thanks so much for all of you who've been tuning in each week to listen to what God is doing both locally and globally. And this week is fun. Um, not that they're all not fun, but this one's fun in the sense of uh, Brian Dawson, who is our, our local serve chair, and I are just have a conversation about how God has worked at Community Covenant over 2020, and it really is a love letter to the church. And so, if you're part of Community Covenant, And just watch this and soak it in. It's a really beautiful conversation. Um, If you're not a part of community, man, I hope you're part of a church that is doing some great stuff. And hopefully, maybe some of the things that we talk about remind you of how God is working through the church that you are a part of. But, um, man, it's exciting. It's a privilege. So just jump into this conversation. I hope it's a blessing to you. Merry Christmas. So, hey, man, I was thinking about... um, Almost a year ago, we were sitting in a local serve meeting and we were kind of talking about 2020 and all the thoughts that we had and the plans mm-hmm. that we had. Uh, looking back a year ago, how did you see 2020 playing out? No, not knowing that a pandemic was coming, thinking about our history. Talk about just, yeah, the missional heart of, of Community Covenant.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I, I guess it's just like every year, you know, we, we get together after going through the holiday burn that we always do and uh, we sit down and you know I didn't really think anything was going to be much different than than what we've done in the years past you know we sat down and we just kind of start vision casting like we always do. I feel like over the last couple years we've really started making some headway with some some new partnerships and stuff, and I think I was really excited going into this year, right? Because I was just thinking, man, we've narrowed down partnerships that that are meaningful and and that we um, can get along with really well. That we've been able to help them with. So, and then there were some new some new opportunities that were starting to pop up, and so I was thinking, man, this could, you know, every year though, it's like this could be a fun year. But I was really excited going into 2020, just thinking, man, there's there's some good opportunities out there, and um so yeah it was super exciting as we're talking through just the vision casting of 2020 and, and what where we could you know where we were headed with with local serve for for our church
0: yeah well and i was even thinking it was right around this time or maybe it was right after i can't remember if it was like this time of year if it was like january february we had that meeting at starbucks about the garden too Yeah, you know and looking at looking at um you know, some of the dreams and the plans, although that's one of those things that I feel like still kept rolling. I mean, I think one theme that I want to talk about with you today is, yeah, the pandemic changed some plans, but it didn't stop us. I don't feel like the pandemic stopped mission at
1: community at all. No, and, and that's one thing is, you know, in, in my years of of doing that, it's weird to say my years doing this, but it's, you know, we've been going at this for five six years now as local serve chair but you know the one thing you know i think we said we kind of joke at it me you and bob at this point about you know are we into too far of our head with with some of these things that we're doing but man our church our community just never never ceases to amaze me just when we think it's going to get too hard our people show up man and michael ray and and then Takia come in and, and she was a godsend to, to, to come in and give Michael Ray the, the support that he needed. And yeah, in the midst of sitting down at Starbucks and thinking, you know, what was going on and, and the Browns and all those people. And, and, yeah. and they just took the garden and, and that, that has been such a blessing that the garden and, and what, um, what it's been able to do and, and, and provide. So it's just, it's been, it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun.
0: Well, it seems like whenever I think a a main theme for me this year is whenever we kind of hit a roadblock and a lot of them were pandemic related, Mm -hmm. it wasn't so much focused on, Oh man, we can't do this. There was always something new for us to do. I remember the very, like, the weekend where everybody was preparing to be shut down, where the stay-at-home order came out. I mean, I remember that weekend even, you know, I got wind of, there was some folks that were getting jugs of milk from oh, Starbucks yeah. stores that were delivering jugs of milk. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it was like, hey, you know, do you want to jump in on this and help us? And I remember even like that, it almost happened so fast that it just became its own thing. I think that's one thing too is, you know, sometimes for you and I, as in leadership, we are trying to, you know, manage things and direct things and stuff like that. But people are just doing stuff <laughs> like it, like that yeah. wasn't something that wasn't a community covenant thing. That was a few families in our church that just yeah. said like, Hey, this is happening. Who wants to jump in? And people were just like raising their hands. I got a pickup truck and I got time. And
1: yeah. And, and then you've got people like um, Lana who, you know, she's over trying to finding restaurants that are not getting in and, and, and getting you know um bagels and and taking them downtown for sunday mornings and i mean the heart of our church is just so incredible what people you know oftentimes people come up and and, and thank me for you know leading local serve but i, I truly when when I, I tell people like man i'm i'm this is not me this is you yeah. know i'm vehicle to get the information to you guys, but without without our community, like our programs wouldn't go anywhere. And we just got, so, we've got so many incredible people that just, they just pick it up and, and go. And it's it's been fun for me to, to sit back and just kind of, you know, open doors for people and then watch people just kind of grow into these opportunities and, and take it and run. And it's just, it's it's been so much fun. And another one, you know, through the pandemic, we, just how we've been flexible and been able to pivot into things like the food drive, you know, we, yeah. we see those coming. Um, but, you know, we, we, we knew there was a need out there and we got with a few other churches around and, and those few food drives were, were amazing. And then, and then to, to work, then you got to connection with um, freedom fire to take some of our, the food to freedom fire and see an open air grocery store in the middle of Kansas city. You know, it's just like, don't tell me guys I'm working in the middle of all this like it was it it's just so many things as I look back on 2020 with local serve that just like while it was a hard year for for so many you know I think uh if you're paying attention you could see kingdom work was happening all over so, mm-hmm. so I want to take Kind of each. There's a few things that you hit on that I want
0: to I want to dive into because I don't know how much people know about some of this stuff. And this is this is our chance, man. This is fun because it's our chance to really like shine the spotlight on stuff. And most of these folks don't really want necessarily the spotlight. That like that's not why they do it. But man, yeah. oh, I love yeah. to celebrate people doing really cool stuff. So you talk about the Lana Lana Jones, the life group she part of stuff. Um, the Hawkins, Jim and Carolyn Hawkins. Yeah lead this life group and they've been for years on the third sunday morning going down and cooking breakfast down at freedom covenant church which is a church that you know serves um probably about 60 to 70 percent of their congregation are live on the streets they don't they're considered homeless yep and so um you know they have been getting like you say like day old stuff from restaurants for for years and what is cool about what 2020 is is when that first hit so that freedom covenant and hope faith center kind of closed down for a while so they weren't able to go down but there was somebody saying hey we're instead of you know coming to this building we're going to get stuff together
1: and and we're going to go deliver
0: it around the city
1: yeah it's amazing yeah
0: And when church wasn't meeting in the building, they said, we're going to start doing this, you know, a few weeks. We're not just going to go once a month. We're going to go, you know, for a while. I think they're going like every Sunday for a little while. So like just raising the stakes. I mean, I remember, and I'll just be, I'm going to be super honest. I remember that first week or so of the stay home orders when we just, nobody really knew what was going on. And we were all just kind of hunkering down. We weren't in the building. And, you know, we're totally dependent on people's generosity. Like as a pastor working for a church, my salary is completely dependent on people's generosity. Our ability to do mission work is completely dependent on people's generosity. And so we're we're kind of wondering, like, what's going to happen? All this kind of stuff. Are people going to keep giving? Are people going to? And I don't know why I was ever worried because you know, and I was actually talking to somebody yesterday and I, another project I'll get to, we're, we're going to, I'm going to try to think through sequentially through the year.
1: Sure. sure. But
0: sure. you know, I had um, Scott Pierce at my house yesterday and I hadn't seen Scott for a while. And so we're just, he's like in his car in my driveway and I'm, I'm standing in, you know, my six foot with my mask on and we're, he's like, how are things going, man? How are, and I said, man, the church is, you know, like people are still enough. giving, people are still doing stuff. People are like, I'm really not worried about because this church just gets it Um mm-hmm. you know and and so when I think about like that life group it's cool to see you know for them they had almost kind of got in a rhythm of we're gonna go down and 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 serve breakfast and we're gonna go home and that that was kind of and then you know when this comes up they press in further and say you know I'm actually gonna go where people are living so that's a little more yeah. you know of a you're jumping over some hurdles of maybe fear or nervousness about you know you're putting yourself out there a little more but they're they did that and that that to me is like very much descriptive of our church are of this year seeing people kind of push through some even people who are just generous like going the next step like not just yeah. saying all right we're going to keep doing what we're been doing, but now we're going to go the next step
1: right 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 yeah so I agree hundred percent. Like, it's just to be able to, to watch, like I said, I, I can't say it enough. You know, so many people in our church just they honestly that when there's a need, they'll, they just step into it. And, and, and like you said, I think this year we've seen people, you know, take it a little bit further and just press a little bit further because it was, it was just, you know, we've, you know, we get tired of hearing it. We hear it on the news and it's such an unprecedented time and everything, but, I mean, it truly was. And so people just, you know, people were asking and and saying and and just stepping into these things. And and it was just, it was really cool to see.
0: So then as we got into the pandemic, almost right away, so Matt Adams from Westside Family Church has been really great at gathering, you know, mission pastors from around the metro. And so he started setting up these weekly Zoom calls with mission pastors to just say, hey, what's going on? what are you doing, which is where the uh, the food drive stuff came from. But also is, is where the, I think that's where the hospital stuff came from. And that was a really cool thing that I didn't know oh, yeah. was going to, you know, be as cool as it was. You know, initially it was, does anybody want to make a couple signs for Advent Help up on 75th Street? You know, I just had my car at the church with the trunk open. People would come pick up poster board and yeah. draw signs and come back and so you know on a Saturday I got to go up and just put all these signs up and they were so creative and you can tell people put their hearts into it but that night and I want to talk about that first night that we went out to the Prairie Star location I mean mm-hmm. talk about because you were, you were there with your family Becca and the boys like what did that feel like for you guys to be a part of this thing because i'll i'll share kind of my perspective but i'd love to hear you know when you guys showed up with your with your i think it was your either your truck or your you know your suv and you saw the people and were a part of that like what was that like for you
1: yeah no i mean to to be able to you know also to do it with with the my the boys and becca and the the whole family to to especially from um really mason now he's starting to kind of understand these things better than than luke more so but to be able just to go out there and to support the first responders, the nurses and the doctors at the hospital who, you know, at that point, even up up to that point, you know, we're working unreal hours and just putting everything into it, having it, not knowing if they're being exposed, having to stay away from family, you know, for, you could really, when they came out, and there were some that as we were standing out there turning them on, walking into shift, you could you could see on their face just the joy that that split that that two minutes of walking into the building, of having their community say, Hey, we're here. Thank you for everything you're doing. And even my boy, I I would look over at and, and they were understanding it. They they could see it. And it was just you know, those are moments that you can't really push, you know, they, they, they just happen. And, and, and to be able to, to, to do that with my family was just, for me, yeah, it was. I won't forget just that experience and being with a community of believers and then being able to to just, and then we were able to say a prayer and it was just, it was really, truly an awesome moment that we were able to recreate and we did that for a whole month um we were able to do that on the weekends on saturday nights the word i would use
0: especially for the first couple was just emotional because it wasn't just seeing the blessing of the of you know the medical workers and stuff but for a lot of us it was the first time we'd actually seen each other for a while if you remember that it was like people i remember like becca hanging out of the sunroof being like hello you know like we're like people are hanging out their windows being like I you know we're seeing people in person and and so to me that is one of the beautiful parts of mission that is I don't think is talked about enough is like when you see a community of people that come around and are united by a mission and a goal and serving other people it's really special and you kind of got a glimpse of that on that night because it wasn't just man it was such a A proud moment to see the church showing love to, to these medical professionals, but it was also them showing that love amongst each other. I mean, to see them, you know, that, that we were connecting, but we're connecting around mission. And it just was this beautiful
1: expression, man. Now I'm glad you brought that point up too, because I think, you know, for so many of us who have been away from our church family it's kind of sad that it takes a pandemic and, and to rip you out of the church for you to really understand what the church community brings that personal connection you know and so yes that that first night it was I, I you're right that it wasn't just uh, while it was about you know going to cheer on and, and support the nurses and the, and the first responders and the doctors and stuff but to be able to see our church family again. And yeah, everybody was, it was just like, it was such a unique moment, you know, to be able to, to see faces again and, and and to come together as a community. And, you know, I think through all this, Local Serve has been able to provide those safe moments for us to join together and and see our church family and, and, and provide opportunities to get out in the community and serve, but yet, um be safe and and be able to to see people again because you know we're not being able to do that. I mean some of us are, but some of you know on Sundays not it's not as it's just not the same right now. So um yeah I mean to have those moments is is huge.
0: And I think that first one was like Easter weekend. So we didn't get you know a good Friday service and we didn't get the Sunday morning service, but we got A Saturday night and it kind of was a worship service like it was like uh you know our hearts are tuning with God's heart to show some love to people and we get to be in community in a way that isn't normal and it was cool because you know you also had Caw prairie a part of that you also have foundry church a part of that and yeah it just was uh, I mean I think those are the moments where I feel like we got something back like Mm -hmm. for all that 2020 took Away from us, we got something back, you know. For for you know a half an hour that night, and I remember people. There were quite a few people that lingered. That kind of even after like we got done with our official like serve service, people wanted to just hang out because it had been, you know, at that point the you know the stay home stuff had been going for a few weeks, Mm -hmm. but we weren't used to it, and it had felt like so long, and so to you know, instead of being focused on what we've lost in the fear and the anxiety that is results from that, we got to focus on hope for a minute and hope, focus on love for a minute. And that that's where I go back to like, as we're in this Advent season right now, these are the words that I associate with what we do with, with our mission stuff, you know, like you see hope come alive, you see love poured out, you see people's joy, you know, and you see people yes. experiencing God's peace in tangible ways, and so, you know that that's the cool. If you want, it's like if you really want to experience those Advent words, go do go do mission. That that will yeah. help you experience those mission words.
1: And I, if I don't know if you recall that first night too, everybody had started. We hung around for a little bit, and then I think it was like, me and you and Becca had. And, there was a few.
0: Uh, I think the Moors were around. I know Larry. Yeah. Beth, something, something. And then
1: a lady came out of the church who worked there, and she approached me, and she was at, just kind of asking like, "What are you? Why are you guys doing this?" And so, yeah. you know, just to be able to share with her, you know, what we were doing, and she just, she really responded to that. And she she just really appreciated just that the fact that we would be out there just to to be able to to pray for the people, the workers that are, that were fighting. So, I mean, people, people's people saw, people heard what was going on that night for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and then to kind of transition from that into, you talked about this um, food drive, which we did, I think we did three of them. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, especially that very first one, I remember showing up with that truck and they were like, this is we were not expecting this much. You know.
1: Yeah. yeah. So that first one we showed up and we just dropped food off that one. Right. But yeah, that I mean we filled up that whole room. Yeah. And you know, Bruce said they were able and they actually for that first round, right? They went and they actually delivered, they packaged yeah. them up and, and took bags and they delivered all that within you know a couple of days. It was it was yeah. out to to their community, yeah, and then the second one, they came up with the idea of when we came to set up that open air market, and so the third one, I mean that one was just amazing to see, you know, just people coming from and and at by this point, we we were pretty well into you know it's midsummer, yeah. pandemic we're you know we're three four months into this and people were really families were struggling by this point. Yeah. And so to see people just, st- we were just holding signs up saying free food and people were pulling over off of the street and, and just coming in and are you guys serious? Is this, and, uh, yeah, help, you know, and just so people, the volunteers just getting boxes and, and filling boxes up for these people and carrying them and helping old ladies carry groceries to their car. So that, that might be... My one of my favorite moments from from 2020 was standing there in that parking lot and just seeing community come together and just help you know our brothers and sisters out there that just needed our that so dearly needed our help. Right. No one was complaining. You know that was the other thing. You sit there and these people. No, no one was complaining. They were just so thankful that somebody would be there to be able to provide these groceries for them.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was. I. Again, having that conversation with with Scott yesterday, as he said, it seems like for 2020, it either was a pretty good year or it was an awful year. There's not like a lot of in between. And I think for yeah. some of us who the pandemic hasn't hurt us as much financially, it's it we can kind of really downplay what this pandemic has done. We can kind of really downplay and say, well, I mean, it's I mean, some people have gotten sick, but it hasn't really been when, when we're doing, you know, the food drives and things you really come face to face with. Yes. Here's the folks who it's been really bad for. And, you know, I remember with that food drive, Bruce telling me, and for those of you guys who don't know, Bruce is Bruce McGregor is the, the director of Freedom Fire Ministries, one of our partners with this. And I remember him saying the when we did the first, it wasn't even a food drive. I think our people just gave, at the, before we even did a food drive, people could give money that we sent to Freedom Fire so they could buy groceries. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me there was a Tuesday that they went after staff meeting and went to deliver. It was a family of like six, I wanna say. There was like four kids and parents. They had literally one chicken breast in their home for an entire, that was, if before those bags of groceries showed up, that's all they had to feed their family. Yeah, I mean, and they did not weird. know what they were gonna do. And here comes Bruce with you know grocery bags full of, of free groceries saying hey here's some people who care about you it's
1: like man that is the gospel
0: man. <laughs> you know yeah.
1: I mean what can you say I mean it, it was just like again for me I think that that'll probably be one that sticks with me for a while is just you know that that open air grocery store in the middle of downtown Kansas City and and just I mean right there people were just helping out and and it was it was just it was a beautiful seeing really i mean what else you can say
0: well and i think like with that so that was something that we publicized it was on the news there was banners and all this kind of stuff but there's a lot of a lot of things that happen that people maybe aren't aware of and i think one ministry that's really been overshadowed a little bit um and probably some of that's my fault not not probably it is my fault is so Royal Family Kids, you know, we focus on as this ministry that has a summer camp and, you know, they, they weren't able to have their camp this year, obviously because of COVID because camps were just not operating and it wasn't safe. Um, but they really pivoted in some cool ways. They put together them. And I think Joy Meadows was another uh, ministry that also came together and we're just put into, putting together these packs for kids. They had people writing cards for the kids. And then in November, when we were handing out pies to the apartment complex, they're actually handing out pies and a whole bunch of stuff to their kiddos too. And so that's, again, to me, that's another example of a ministry where you have a problem and instead of looking at the problem being like, well, this is insurmountable, mm-hmm. we're done. These, these kids in the foster care system who, you know, that they were really that's maybe a story that didn't get out there, but the kids in the foster care system this year, they had it tough because some of those yeah. kids are that are in abusive situations, where that abuse gets exposed is when they're showing up at school. When school they're not going to school, that stuff falls through the cracks. And so, man, I appreciate Kelsey and her team, yeah, who really like said, "Now these kids are too important. We're gonna we're gonna you know get Still out here." Yeah.
1: yeah 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 Kelsey with her ministry I mean you know it was it was it was I remember the announcement saying that we're not going to be able to have camp this year and I mean gosh what a what a heartbreaking thing because I mean our church really that's a, a really a, a highlight moment for our church is to be able to go to camp and and come around Kelsey and and help her out with that ministry and just to be able to go down and do camp for a week. I mean those kids it's a ministry that they so dearly need to. Just have a week of of hope, you know, and so, you know, for Kelsey to to figure out and just to to persevere through that and still find ways to to come around the foster community, I mean, it was uh, it was really cool to see that. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, and just to see even there were some connections. I think that's one of the things too that was a kind of a cool byproduct of some of these Zoom calls and things is that there were people that met each other this year that didn't even really know each other. I mean, there were some real networks that were created as a result of, um, you know, being on Zoom calls and saying, hey, this person's doing this. Do you think that they should probably meet this person over here? And so that was kind of, uh, again, it's like the kingdom of God will not be stopped. You know, the kingdom of God will not be stopped in, and in some ways, I think some of the connections that were made um this year through the pandemic are things that are gonna once things open back up again we're gonna see some really powerful partnerships expressing themselves in the years to come, which is cool. So yeah, we're praying that they're able to have the the camps that they want to have. And I know yeah. you know there's champion special needs ministry as well that you know are, are hopes to host camp at our our church again this year. And we're man, we're hoping that's gonna happen and there's a lot of things like that. Um so I there's one, this I want to bring up something that is um, close to the Dawson home. You guys have spent a lot of investment on it, which is Team World Vision. And that's oh, something man. that also you could look at it initially as, oh man, it, they really took a step back because there wasn't as many people involved. But man, I was, when it, it's all said and done, 2020 was a pretty special year for Team World yeah.
1: Vision. Yeah, you know, in World Vision's, Kind of unique in the, in the idea that while we are serving um, families overseas for kind of global missions, we here as a community locally get to also enjoy and come together. And, you know, Becca, watching her over the years to be a part of that. And I've slowly started getting in and, and joining the Saturday mornings out at Caw Prairie to go run together. You know all the 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 6K here. You know, uh, this year we pivoted and, and did it here at our house and walked around our neighborhood. yes yeah. so many people came out for that. Still, I think Nick Maroki for many of you who who aren't familiar with Nick, he's the um, the super the supervisor I would say of the Kansas City area for World Vision, and and I know him and, and Becca and many of the leaders for the churches are we're kind of concerned about 2020, you know, how are we going to run this race in the fall, um, the o- October with a pandemic that inevitably they knew was going to get canceled, but yet you still have to try and recruit people to come out and, and train for a half marathon. Half of the, the joy of the half marathon is, is going downtown on that Saturday morning and being in a sea of, you know, 10,000 people and running downtown Kansas City, and so how do how do we do that and, and recruit for going into this season? And again, don't question God's authority or power because He will, you know, will shock you every time. And while the team was a little smaller, I think Becca would tell you that I think they raised almost just as much in years prior, and they're they're half the size. Bro, I mean, I was like
0: 15 people raised about 40 grand. Yeah that's insane yeah that's insane. like I, I i was blown up when i was starting to kind of tabulate the numbers at the end of the year to kind of do my my end of the year pastor report it just it, it blows me away i mean i got a chance to talk to those guys from covenant world relief and development and serve globally and and you know when i dropped our number on them they were like and that's not even i don't think that even includes the hood to coast stuff that you guys did right yeah i don't i don't think so yeah i mean yeah you so which how much did you get? How much
1: did Be- you and Becca raise your head to coast? Uh, thirteen or fifteen, I think, is what we got to. You know, we were trying to get to twenty for both of us, ten for both of us, and you know, we didn't think there was any way. And and I think I think yeah, we got around to fifteen. You know, and so it's just
0: so if you yeah, so- so if you if you put that on top of what we raise as a team, that's like a normal year. I mean, that's yeah. what we raised pretty close to in in twenty nineteen. 2019. In twenty nineteen, we had about. Like 40, 40 athletes.
1: Yeah, I think. Yeah, 40, 45.
0: Yeah, more than double what we had. And we almost, I mean, that's just incredible, man.
1: Yeah, it's, it was, it was a, I mean, after looking back on, I know, I know, Becca, you know, and and Nick, they were just, they're blown away by what happens, you know, like you just, you can't, and then they were still able to put together a pretty cool experience by going down to um, Parkville down there. Run the park and so I mean things just things were just happening this year you know in the midst of everything where we thought man can we do this I don't know if that's gonna work or no um, things were happening you know it was it's it's just been such a unique and fun year so far so well
0: and even with like I was kind of looking through my list of different things where even you know we've got a, a cool partnership with, with Westview Elementary and Olathe, and we weren't able to do our weekly program, which there's still thoughts in the works about doing something, a virtual version of that. So we're, we're still, but even with that, I mean, very early in the pandemic, I think week one, actually, during spring break, I was emailing with the with the principal of, okay, our kids are going to have to stay home. They need notebooks. They need pens. They need you know, some of these really basic kind of things. And so, you know, again, we have people that were just giving, I think we had said in the month of April, we had said, Hey, if you want to give to some of these projects, just give to the good Samaritan fund. And our good Samaritan fund was like, like money just was like coming in for that kind of stuff. So you know, to not give up on these relationships and to not give up on these ministries, even things like worship wagon. I mean, we had to take a couple months off of the worship wagon just because you know we couldn't get you couldn't gather in groups bigger than what was it like 10 or 15 mm-hmm. early yeah. on but when that started to loosen up you know we got a chance to go back down and man and that's i mean let's we can talk about worshiping a little bit that was eye-opening this year i mean yeah
1: to see because the the ongoing joke for us since we're the first monday night bruce he he would always say man like yeah you know, we will gather about 100 people down here. And I'm like, what? I don't see that. Uh, well, come to find out over the years is the first Monday, a lot of these, you know, the homeless, they get, they get their welfare, their checks at the first of the month. So oftentimes the first Monday that we're down there, we get a little bit of a smaller crowd because they've got some money to go out and buy some food at a restaurant or wh- wherever they're going to go and you know, get a hotel room and get some comfort for a day or two. Um, so our numbers often you know i always joke like i don't must be me or something because i'm not seeing these numbers but man this year after the pan you then i've now i know the numbers were that i mean it's it's been eye-opening how many more people have been down there just because i mean there's just so many more people on the streets right now that are struggling yeah so this year more so than any it's just to be able to be down there and some of the conversations you have with these people, just to, just to let them know that, you know, we see them, we're here, you know, this ministry this year, more than any other, I think is, has been huge.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, that, that was some, that was some opening stuff for me is there was a couple of those months towards the end of the summer where the longest line I've ever seen for food. Yeah. Yeah, And, you know, and it was, the cool thing is, is something I've noticed has become more prevalent this year is you have, you know, used to be, you have the Vidal van that shows up and they do dinner. Well, now you have the Vidal van who serves dinner, but then you have somebody else has a, has a car, you know, offloading kits out of the back of their car and people are bringing down hand warmers. People are just jumping into action, you know, around the Metro, which is really, Again, we see so much in the news about the selfishness of humanity and the greed of humanity and all this dysfunction, but there's some pretty beautiful stories of people that are being very self-sacrificial, who know they're in a better spot than somebody else. And so they're choosing to use that wealth and steward that wealth that God has given them to be able to redirect it to bless somebody. I mean, that's this beautiful ministry that happens that just people don't get to see that as much and so I I think it's important to say that that you know we've seen a lot of generosity this year for sure
1: yeah absolutely you know and I think you know there's been a couple messages that we've been talking about on Sundays that when we are faced in such dark times you know I think we can kind of get overwhelmed and we're just trying to make sure we're you know getting through just what's in front of us but if we can just take time you know just and are trying to pay attention you know i've learned this year that if you just are looking around you will see god's kingdom working like it's he he's alive and well even through all this and and this year has has shown me that more than any anything else is that you know, through the darkness, like we would, his light is still shining and yep. we just have to be looking for it. And there are so many good people, you know, in our, in our church and just in the Kansas City area that, that are showing up and just, just, you know, and even if it's, and I've seen people that maybe don't have the, the, the money to be able to help, but they're just the bodies that have come out and just saying, what can I do? How can I help? And just people you know, are, 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 are just activating and going out and helping out. And it's just been awesome to see.
0: Yeah. And I think in addition to that, I mean, I was thinking about, you know, sometimes I think people look at missions as a young person's game. You know, it's like, this is what you do when you're a kid or when you're a young adult or when, you know, but when you get older, but man, we've seen our senior adult congregation really step up big too. I think about, um specifically they have really been leaning into the veterans community project oh, the tiny yes. homes initiative which you know for a while was just something that our ambassadors group our senior adults group was doing well when the summer hit their question was asked like well can we use the barrels at church once once we started coming back into the building again in july can we use the barrels? so every other month you know we're we're, we're taking that those dried goods to veterans community projects. Um, and Debbie Miller is the one that's been kind of transporting that stuff. And the response to that has been really cool. I mean, we, we've had some Sundays where those barrels are full of cereal boxes and canned goods and all kinds of stuff. And it's like, man, it, what, it just goes to show like when you can communicate something clearly and get it out to people and it connects with somebody's heart, this church will jump into that, you know, we'll step yeah. into that. And it's been that has yeah. been a really cool thing. And even just, you know, I'm looking at my desk here. We're getting ready to deliver um, gift cards to McAuliffe and Westview on Monday. And I'm looking at my list of people. And it's, it's, it really is a multi generational list of people. And, and the ways that that, that money has come in has been super interesting. I mean, you have some that like their families have come together, some that like, I know Becca through her business is like done some projects through her business and people have donated through that. I have some folks that just called me and said, Hey, what do you need? Let me write a check for you. I mean, I have yeah. that kind of conversation. I have, and even with this, so I had Monday, I had somebody, you know, contact me and say, Hey, how much would it take to cover the rest of the spots? I'll write a check for you. I'm like, awesome. It's this much money. And then <laughs> that same day, somebody says to me and said, Hey, we still wanted to do something my life group raised 250 bucks can we yeah. and so i called the school hey you got two more families yeah we definitely have two more so i mean that is the epitome of the church right is like yeah hey we wanted to give too. let us
1: give two it's like okay <laughs> you know let's i mean i can't say enough how, how much i just you know our church is such a i mean many churches, but I truly believe our, our churches just truly, they, they get the missional aspect of, of just loving your neighbor. And just when there's a need, you know, I, we, I said it earlier, that we'll, oftentimes we'll sit there so many times and we're like, do you think we can do 60 baskets again? Like, I don't, <laughs> we're asking so much of our people, like, why are we doing this? And then we got to think about Christmas, bas- Christmas families right around the corner and you know, that's 30 families, like, I don't know, Tom, I don't, I don't, and every time, I don't know why I'm the one trying to, restrictions on God's kingdom, because every time, you know, and then this year, out of, you know, it's like, it's during a pandemic, I think we need to, we need to, you know, ease our expectations, and you got people calling you, because we're filling up, and I mean that first Sunday when we had because we couldn't do it normal signups, you know, so you just set the baskets out in the foyer. I think eighty percent of the baskets were gone that first day, and I'm just in like, like,
0: twenty minutes,
1: it was just, just <laughs> like, what, what, why do I continue to question every year? And you know, I'm just so so thankful for for everybody that's stepped into this year and and you know. What could have been a really, really, really rough year, um, through everybody's kind hearts and and just being more like Jesus, like we're trying to be, have really helped a lot of families out there. Yeah,
0: and it and it goes without saying. I mean, we could keep talking, and I'm sure we're going to forget stuff. I'm sure I'm going to get yeah. somebody said, "Well, what about this?" I'm like, "Oh shoot, yeah, that happened too." Yeah. <laughs> there, there is a lot of stuff that goes on, but there's also been quite a bit of this year that has been really awesome to see where you've had um, you know people that will contact me privately and say hey does anybody needs help or people are reaching out to me and saying hey I need help and I mean, there's a lot of people that will never get the recognition their names will never get out there they don't want their names out there
1: no. that
0: are just doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes at the church that um, isn't a program it isn't something that we are You know, local mission or global mission is putting out there. It's just stuff that people are seeing individually and saying, "Hey, I'm going to go just take care of this."
1: Well, I want to, and you know, I know this isn't about you either, but you know, the the emphasis that you've really put back into the the Good Samaritan Fund or the or the the Good Samaritan program. So, and I I don't think people really, you know, understand what the Good Samaritan Fund has been out there and, and. the, all the work that you've put into really tightening it up and, and, and being able to help out in, in that aspect, you know, that's just been such a, a blessing in so many ways that I don't think, you know, and, and again, it's not, it's not about, it's not me to highlight on you, but it's just like, man, that, that, that program alone has, has been such a blessing and and for you to put the time to revamp that has just been, I I've really, Appreciated that, and it's been fun to see see that kind of really grow this year as well um, from all your hard work on doing that. So it's just, you know, there there are there's just so many things I'm I'm sure we're forgetting um, that local service been able to to be a part of. And um, you know, my main thing is just I just want community covenant to know, you know, thank you. You know, it's not me or you or, or Bob or land the team. that all, of our team that sat in meetings to, to dream it, community covenants just stepped into it. And, you know, we're just able to share, we get, we hear things, we bring it to the table and it's just, it just goes, you know?
0: Yeah. May, may it never be said that nothing's good. Nothing's going on at that church. No, yeah, may it may never be. Because There's quite a lot going on at the church um, within And I don't, I don't say at the church as anything, talk about the building at all. I mean, there's some stuff happening in the building, but there's just God's people who have been um, unleashed on
1: the world. Yeah. You know, just showing up. This year, I think more than anything else, we've seen the church grow outside its walls more so than than any other time. I mean, there's just so many programs and, and things that we've been able to step into and, and really start looking at, you know, and, and it's, it's been, it's been, it's been, it's been fun to watch. I mean, I'm, I've, I, I love this ministry and, you know, every year it's just, it seems to grow and start to take on another atmosphere, you know, and it, it just keeps growing and it's, it's, it's just been so much fun to to be a part of it. Well, bro, man, it's
0: it's exciting to see. It's fun fun to look back and see what God's done this year. I know there's still more. Like I said, we're gonna drop some gift cards off Monday, and and uh, I know there's a lot a lot more to come. We're praying for yeah. the day when things can open back up again, that we can can get out there and do things the way we want to be doing them. But man, let it never be said that the ministry happens on our our terms. You know, no, God's gonna do God's thing
1: <laughs> no matter what. And I gotta stop trying to trying to put put restrictions on him. Like, oh, we're we're asking too much, man. Because you know his his kingdom is alive and well. You can't you can't tell me that that's not the case after after this year. So yeah, it's, it's been so much fun.
0: Yeah. So for all of you out there who are part of community, as Brian said, we do thank you for your investment. Whether we talked about it and whether it's a ministry that you know, has a, has a budget line item or that you get funds or that it's just stuff that you do because God's put it on your heart, whether it's you taking care of your neighbors or you, um, we just thank you so much for yes. being, uh, the body of Christ, seeing the gospel that with flesh on, um, mm-hmm. and we're just honored to be able to be a part of what, what you're doing. So, so yeah, thanks. We're looking oh, forward so. to 2021. Thank you guys. So Brian, Hey, This has been fun to recap. We'll look forward to seeing what God's got next. Appreciate you, buddy. And uh, we'll do this again sometime soon.
1: Sounds good, man.